Thank you for downloading this Maritime Law Podcast from Coracle Online and Insenco for April 2012. This podcast is sponsored by iDirect. iDirect is the platform of choice for maritime VSAT connectivity, helping ships and their crews work more efficiently and stay connected with global operations. You can find out more at iDirectMaritime.com. This podcast looks at a court case where the commercial court finds ship off hire whilst held by pirates, with reference to the case between Osmium Shipping Corporation versus Cargill International. The commercial court has considered a further case on whether a ship was off hire whilst held by pirates. The background facts. The owners and the charterers entered into a charter party on the NYPE 1946 form in respect of the Captain Stephanos. It undertook a voyage from South Africa to the continent and Mediterranean, whilst en route to the discharge port the vessel transited the Suez Canal and, on or about the 21st of September 2008, was hijacked by pirates off the coast of Somalia. The vessel was released on or about the 6th of December 2008, after the owners paid a substantial ransom. The charterers contended that the vessel was off hire for the period of the hijacking, in other words, between the 21st of September and the 6th of December 2008. Off hire. The London Arbitration Tribunal held that the vessel was off hire under a rider clause to the charter party, which provided as follows at Clause 56. Should the vessel put back whilst on a voyage by reason of an accident or breakdown, or in the event of loss of time either in port or at sea or deviation upon the course of the voyage caused by capture, seizure, by detention or threatened detention by any authority including arrest, the hire shall be suspended. In view of the 2011 decision in the Saldana, an INTS case reviewed in the July 2010 brief, neither party contended that the vessel could have been off hire pursuant to the unamended version of Clause 15 in the NYPE form. The charter has successfully contended in the arbitration that the hijacking came within Clause 56 as a capture-seizure of the vessel. The owners argued during the appeal hearing that the vessel was not off hire during the period of the hijacking for the following reasons. 1. The off hire event of a capture seizure within Clause 56 was qualified by the words by any authority. By contrast, the charterers claimed that the words capture seizure stood alone and it was only the words detention or threatened detention which were qualified by the words by any authority. 2. The Charter Party included the Con Wartime Clause 2004 and therefore, reading the Charter as a whole, the risk of piracy was placed upon the Charterers and not upon the owners. Any off-hire clause had to be read with this business purpose and allocation of risk in mind. 3. The ship was not off-hire because the owners were complying with the orders of pirates and this was deemed to be fulfilment of the charter service by virtue of Con Wartime 2004. The construction of Clause 56 The judge, Mr Justice Cook, held that the starting point when construing Clause 56 of the Charter Party was to look for the ordinary and natural or conventional meaning of the language used in the context of the agreement, the party's relationship and the relevant facts surrounding the transaction so far as known to the parties. 
Mr Justice Cook concluded that the wording used and the structure of the clause, including its punctuation and grammar, all supported the Charterer's submissions. Each separate off-hire event within Clause 56 was, by and large, separated by a comma. Therefore, the words capture, oblique seizure were separated from the words detention or threatened detention by any authority. In reaching this decision, the judge made it clear that the phrase capture, oblique seizure encompassed any act of forcible possession, including a hijacking by pirates. The owners had contended that Clause 56 had to be re-read by taking account of the overall allocation of risk in the Charter Party. They submitted that the effect of incorporating the Con Wartime Clause was to allocate to the Charterers all risks of piracy. This allocation of risk outweighed any reliance on the punctuation used in Clause 56. Mr Justice Cook was not persuaded by this argument, saying that it was Clause 56 in itself which dealt with allocation of risks between the parties where hire is concerned. Con Wartime 2004 the owners submitted that Con Wartime 2004 specifically deals with war risks, which include actual, threatened or reported acts of piracy. Subclause F of Con Wartime 2004 entitles the owners to comply with the orders of any other government, body or group whatsoever acting with the power to compel compliance with their orders or directions. This phrasing, the owners argued, included orders of pirates and therefore, under subclause H, of Con Wartime 2004, compliance with orders of pirates was to be deemed due fulfilment of the Charter Party. The vessel could not be off hire when the owners were deemed to have fulfilled the service required of the vessel. Mr Justice Cook did not accept this argument, holding that Con Wartime 2004 does not deal explicitly with off hire periods. Con Wartime 2004 relates to performance of the Charter Party and to breach of the Charter Party, not to off-hire. While Con Wartime 2004 deals expressly with piracy situations, it is not directed to off-hire situations. While the judge did not have to decide the point, he doubted that subclause F of Con Wartime 2004 was apt to include orders from pirates. In conclusion, in this case, the court read the off-hire clauses in the Charter Party in isolation. The 2011 decision of the Supreme Court in Rainy Sky Essay and Others versus Cookmin Bank, an Ince case reviewed in the January brief, held that construction of a contract is a unitary exercise. In other words, it is necessary to read the contract as a whole. The court said that this approach was not appropriate when looking at an off-hire clause. Off-hire provisions frequently stand alone from the rest of the Charter. Mr Justice Cook also did not accept arguments as to the commercial construction, adopting instead a reasonably strict linguistic approach when construing the clause. Thanks for listening.